0: another episode of full steam ahead where we discuss all things stem but with a twist of art our goal is to encourage the next generation of stem leaders bring our experiences to life and encourage you to reach your full potential what's going on everybody welcome back for another episode of full steam ahead this is about to be a good one i can already feel it uh today we got a very special guest joining us i'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to say uh, and really getting some, some good advice. I believe you should be quite excited as well. That I again know um, personally. Um, always keeps me laughing in some form or fashion. Uh, also keeps people on their heels at all times. Uh, so I'm going to go on ahead and introduce Mackenzie Moss. Uh, Mackenzie is originally from Detroit, Michigan. She studied biological engineering at North Carolina agricultural and technical state university i should say the illustrious north carolina agricultural and technical state university aggie pride all day Aggie let's go she then achieved a master's degree in technology management with a concentration in applied engineering technology and manufacturing systems her career started as a process engineer at procter and gamble troubleshooting automation Mackenzie became an operations manager of approximately 250 employees at Amazon, then worked her way to a senior operations engineer managing automation deployments for North America and Europe, Amazon Fulfillment Centers. She currently uh, serves as an international operations process program manager. That was a lot of words for Microsoft, supporting every ops business and product process that Microsoft owns. That's a lot. She fulfills her aspirations daily, so her current goals are to continue personal growth while always being able to positively influence impactful change in others. With no further ado, please welcome Mackenzie Moss.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Let's go. (laughs) Thank Thank you, James, for such a warm welcome i appreciate it i'm happy to be here
0: <laughs> hey it's good it's good to see you it's, it's, it's been a while so glad to uh glad to have you here um so i'm i've, I've been looking forward to this and um so we're gonna go ahead and get and get started um, let's go ahead and get into the meat of meat of our topics you know let's um let's get into to why why you joined us and Um, you know, why, why we've got you on here, um, really looking forward to getting your perspective on, on a few different things. Um, so could you just take, take a a brief second just to kind of, I know I read your, read your bio, um, tell us a little more about, you know, about, about yourself, like a little more about A&T, your, your grad experience and stuff like that, and, and how you even got into STEM in the first place.
1: Now that's a big spectrum now. So...
0: Okay, let me let me make it just tell us how how you got into stem then.
1: All right. All right. I can do that. Um I'll say that stem is all that I really knew growing up. Um I was put into a lot of programs outside of sports cuz I played every sport you can think of as well. But I was put into a lot of programs whether it was a program called Set, um that's local here in Detroit or There was another one called Math Core, where I was able to learn a a ton of math, um, you know, skill sets that was beyond my years at the time. So by the time I went to high school, I ended up choosing a technical school, which allowed me to actually pick a curriculum similar to picking a major in college. My curriculum was actually architecture engineer. So I majored in that in high school while I was majoring in that um i was able to also work outside of school i worked at general motors so um i worked at a few places now that no, i think about it not just general motors first but <laughs> um general motors
0: which is high school was it
1: cass technical high school very popular school um well known you know nationally but number one high school in detroit now this is this... awesome <laughs> thanks Shar. Uh, But yeah, so while I was there, I was able to get in additional programs like 4-H, which allowed me to learn more environmental um, track understanding. And like I said, outside of school, I worked at General Motors at one point in time as a manufacturing engineering co-op. In addition, I worked at the local one of the biggest uh, hospitals here in the area by the name of Henry Ford Hospital. I was able to shadow a lot of physicians at that time. And then as well as work for an interior design company for about two years. So I did a lot of work um, during my high school years where it allowed me to really get understanding of what I wanted to do um, going forward. So really it's everything that I already knew.
2: Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. That's dope. So
3: <laughs> it's, I mean, who was doing it in high school? Right. Not me. Okay. My,
1: my parents was like, hey, we got to figure something out. Yeah, they was <laughs> on it.
4: Cool. <laughs> right. I love how you dabbled in all different kinds of industries. Yeah. Too. Interior design, general motors. Like, that's that's cool. You just never know. The physicians at, at a
3: hospital? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Wonderful yeah, that's opportunities. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Because
3: it helps yeah. you to kind of see different things. And that way you mm-hmm. can kind of already know what you want to do going into college. Right. I feel like a lot of times we don't know. That's kind of picture. Right. A
2: major. That's mm-hmm.
1: the funny part. I knew I knew too much that I didn't know what to pick too.
2: <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. She had but options. But at least that's... you
3: had but at least you had options. A lot of times people yeah, just pick something and end up senior year they they hate it.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah. So with with that being said, um tell us how you went from architectural engineering, you know, in high school and then you went to Biological engineering, and now you are at Microsoft.
1: Yeah, Describe that for so, us. yeah, that's a that's a big gap, too. But I'll go from the architectural engineering um, in high school to college as a biological engineer. So when I was actually on campus for the freshman orientation that normally happens in early June or so, um, I had a group lead at the time that I basically was like, I don't know what to pick. And I ended up asking them, well, what's the hardest thing on campus? Of course, they're like engineering, of course, and I'm like, well, which one is the hardest one? He's like, mm, probably that one all the way over there, the one that's like by itself, which happened to be Sockwell Hall, um, which was <laughs> the biological engineering department. And I said, well, why do you think that's the hardest one? Like, oh, it's probably like five people in that department. Like, it's hard, it's hard. I was like, uh, okay, well, maybe I'll select that one. So, to be honest, I just <laughs> selected a major <laughs> and I really didn't care which one I picked because I mean, I do understand the fact that you can pick whatever degree and manipulate your path as you go, right? So, I selected biological engineering, but it, it you know, I actually wanted to be an infectious disease specialist. Following that, and I decided not to go to medical school after not getting any sleep in undergrad. So that's really what happened. Mm. <laughs> gotcha.
4: That's funny. I love how you chose the hardest one on purpose. Yes, yes. I love how you didn't shy away me to away from
2: that. Yeah, that's did a you?
3: Uh,
2: I was going to say, to that? Did you do that because? Um, did you realize that with only, like, five people being in that area, like, that you would have more focus, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, more one-on-one interaction with the teachers and stuff like that, too? Did that come into your thought process at all, or you just literally just wanted to choose the hardest thing to push yourself?
1: You know what? I really just picked the hardest thing, and, you know, I already knew HBCUs had a smaller headcount in their classes already, and I got exposure to PWIs because I have a sister that is three years older than me that attended Michigan State University I actually used to go to class with her and the professors never knew that I wasn't a student I wasn't a college student I was in high school and I was just like Oh, are we going to class like today all right so I was I was in college classes at a PWI with my sister and I understood the concept of girl I don't i do not like this this is crazy I don't even want to go to college mm So I ended Mm. up picking somewhere that had a smaller (laughs) um, headcount and I knew HBCUs were you know, for me. I refused to go to a PWI and my mom was like, well, you're from Michigan and you have scholarships for these local schools. You need to apply. I ended up applying to Michigan State just to say I got accepted, but I told my mom I'm not, she was like, well, if you're going to go somewhere else, you need to have the money. So I ended up (laughs) getting so much scholarship so I can be like, peace.
4: I'm not staying.
2: <laughs> wow, I love that. That's awesome.
4: That's awesome. That's a cool story. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. that is. Like,
0: that what is in very the world?
4: You're sneaking sneaking into college classes. Yes, they had Man. no idea. <laughs> had right. No idea. <laughs>
0: okay. so funny. So so okay. So we got that. Now you chose biological engineering. assuming you're you're right. you're how you got to Microsoft is a whole different story, right? Is that a a really broad spectrum?
1: That's very broad. I had a few jobs in between.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you you describe the the path getting from one place to the other? Yeah. All
1: right, all right. One, I got a ton of internships while I was in undergrad, so that was a good lineup for me, all right? Now, my first job out of undergrad, I started working at Procter & Gamble, which was in Brown Summit, North Carolina, literally about 15 minutes from campus. So I ended up staying locally for a little bit after college to work full time. Um, and while I was working there as a process engineer, that's when I you know, ended up transitioning to Amazon. Now, how I got the job at Procter & Gamble was through an email through campus. So students, check your email. You guys get emails all the time from various um, companies and career opportunities check them out why not so i was actually at an internship out in merck which is out in pennsylvania west point pennsylvania and while okay okay so i worked there and as i was working there that's when i saw the email in my school email and i just sent the email to someone and boom they was like oh yeah we gonna get you to come in you got a nice resume so i ended up starting to work at procter and gamble right after college and worked there for about three years now, I was out of town for my birthday in, in Florida, and I checked my email, my LinkedIn email, so everyone be on LinkedIn, because I got an email there, and it was from Amazon, and someone said, you know, well, we wow. we saw your stuff, You are you interested in Amazon? I'm like, uh, <laughs> so they flew me out literally the <laughs> following week to Texas, so I had an interview there, literally within a week and a half. That's insane. Yeah, so I started working there, and I was there for about four and a half years. While I was there, I was in a few different positions. Um, As I stated, or as James stated, I worked my way to senior operations engineer, where I was managing automation for both North America and Europe. Phenomenal experience, hands down, best role I had been in, and I was so geeked for my career there, amazing now i end up going to afrotech conference right while i'm at the AfroTech conference so okay okay you heard about that one Uh, excellent place (laughs) (laughs) excellent place to go right so i actually had gone to a workshop and was just listening in as they were you know doing some presentations and everything and i'm there working on behalf of amazon as I go back down to go back to my booth to work, I realize oh, I've been walking past Microsoft every day and hadn't paid attention, that was Microsoft, right? Because I just listened to them upstairs, I said let me give them a compliment, hey guys you guys did a wonderful job upstairs keep up the good work, and I'm headed to proceed back to my booth and then one of the young ladies said hold up hold up hold up! let me talk to you real quick thank you so much but girl what you do so I started talking to her telling her about my job and she says well I want somebody to talk to you and I'm like okay well they can find me over there right so they sent a director over to talk to me but I wasn't there and somebody got my phone number I'm just gonna assume maybe LinkedIn. I don't know. I don't know. Got my phone number. The director sent me a text on that Sunday, and said, "Hey, can you fly out this week? I want to talk to you." I'm like, "Wait wait minute. I'm working in Chicago this week. What do you mean? I don't really have time to like turn around and do all that other stuff." So she's like, "Well, you need to come out this you week. We, we we gotta we gotta talk to you." So I flew out that Thursday night and. <laughs> I had a conversation with about four different people on that Friday morning and I said, got to go. So I flew right back out to Chicago because I was working in Chicago at the time. I wasn't limited there, but was there for work. So ended up making it just in time to have conversations with about four to five people and they were like, I don't know what you said to them, but they want to find you a job. So remind you, I just had an interview and I had no role that I was interviewing for, but it all stemmed for me giving a compliment to someone. And um, they came back to me and said, hey, I want you to report to this team that's out in Ireland. So I basically report out of Ireland now, but I'm based based—I'm um, based in Washington, supposedly. I'm not in Washington right now, guys. But yeah, it's a lot going on. I'm all over the place. But I work for Microsoft now. And now my focus is really on global support um, when it comes to their international operations, which means that any products such as their Bing um, advertisement news or even hardware software products, any and every customer service you can think of gets funneled through me as far as trying to support and improve their processes globally. So that's
4: really how we got here today. <laughs> so interesting. What a trajectory!
3: Yeah, that, that, is was, that was
4: amazing! We should write a book. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. The title, the title,
3: answer you, check your emails. (laughs) Check your
4: emails.
0: Check your emails. So that, that was a really, that was basically a really, a really big pivot. You actually like two, two um, big pivots. Would you agree?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So now I'm on the business side before I was on the engineering Mm -hmm. side. So I did take the leap to change functions at the time. Um, But regardless, I can I can dibble and dab wherever I can go back to a technical function at some point, um, right. but the experience it, is what really counts, and um, I've I've enjoyed my path, so it's been fun. It's amazing. It's fun. Right. So Dang. what? Yeah.
0: What would you say are the pros and cons of um, uh, making making these pivots in your career?
1: The pros and cons. I mean to be honest, that's all based on the individual and what they want, right? For me, I think there's a pro of change all the time. Like I can't sit in one position. Um, I end up not learning as much as I could be learning, right? Or not gaining the experience that I could be gaining. So I would definitely say some of the cons um, might be you you know changing locations if you're not somebody who likes to travel or likes to move and relocate if you're trying to build a family in one particular location which i mean you can take your family with you but you know that is the con of of just consistent change right you having to readjust every time you try something new whether it's a location or a role a position there's always change going on so i would say that's like the bare minimum of the con for me. But as far as a pro, you just gotta do stuff. Like if you don't do it, you don't, you won't know how it was or how it went or how it was gonna go. Just do it. I've never made a bad mistake like, when it comes to changing I roles and doing stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it basically
0: it. gives you, it basically gives you experience, what you're saying.
1: Experience, You when you do stuff, you, you're going to realize that nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop you. Mm-hmm. The more you try, the more you, you can do anything in the world, basically. Right. right. The more you sit and I you try contemplate to... on something and you feel fearful, that's the part that's your problem. Don't, don't be fearful of change. Just try it, do it. You won't fall. You won't fall.
3: I try to instill that into like students or like people I know or mentor. Because I'm like, once you let release that fear of failing, like you'll just do whatever. And I'm like and then I'm like apply to everything, try it. I'm like, at least you tried it and saw it didn't work. Versus yeah. kind of questioning if it ever, you know, could have happened.
4: Exactly.
1: Just do it. And it's okay if it doesn't work. Do yeah. something else. At least now you know, <laughs> now you know
3: what doesn't work. You know? Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so Um, I know that you do, you do this, you do this, that stuff with, um, not the stuff, but you work for Microsoft, you do stuff outside of work as well. Um, can you kind of, kind of break down, I know you use this phrase, um, Mac of all trades, master of none. Can you, can you break that down for us a little bit?
1: I wasn't expecting that one. That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: I did a little well, bit of research uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's funny That's funny Okay, so Anybody listening, that came from A YouTube channel that I created This year And um, basically You guys know the saying Of a jack of all trades, master of none So yeah. I mean, it's just my name, Mac for it. But we all know that the meaning of that one. But in particular, it fits me as a person because I don't have if you ask me what my talent is, I really don't have one. Like I'm I don't have a talent. (laughs) For real, like, I can try a ton of different things and I can get the job done. But I'm not a perfectionist in anything. Okay. So that's the same concept of Mac of all trades, master of none, I'm really not a master of anything, I just try stuff out, but that particular YouTube, um, is based on some of my experiences, which I haven't posted anything in a while, guys, but, um, it's my character, I I travel all over the place, and I try new experiences everywhere I go, um, But for that one in particular, I try to post some type of experience that I tried for the first time, basically. But I wish I had started that years ago, because I've done a lot of stuff. And now I'm kind of like, huh, I don't have a bucket list, guys. (laughs) But yeah.
4: Well, I'd argue that being able to fit into, you know, whatever situation you're thrown in is your talent, I feel like. A lot of people are very rigid. um, And one of the benefits, I think, uh, you know, when in a workforce is being able to adapt and be flexible no matter what's thrown your way. I mean, look at the pandemic. Like, if we weren't able to adapt and, you know, be flexible, then who knows? Like, I mean, who knows where we'd be. But yeah, I'd argue that's your talent is being able to. Spot on, Brill, spot on. Yeah, she got
3: it. So how do that's you do, like, your work-life balance?
1: How do I, you know, maintain work-life balance? Um, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, someone else asked me this on another interview, and I told him like, uh, I don't quite balance. No, uh, but, uh, but no, seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, I am pretty free-spirited, so... Someone who is super organized and, you know, have their steps, one through whatever, they probably would look at me and be like, how does she function like that? So I am organized, right? But my level of organization means day of or night before, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, which means that I can be landing on my flight, booking my hotel, but guess what? I had a plan to do that already. Your plan was just a little bit different. So that's really yeah. how I fun, always on the go. Um, so I'm always planning, but I'm planning, uh, long term slash short term. I know I'm going to do that when I get there day by day, right? um when it comes to general week by week stuff uh getting to the nitty-gritty stuff like housework hair all that other good stuff i try to get all my work functions or personal stuff done monday through thursday by the time the weekend comes i'm mentally on vacation strictly okay vacation okay so no Vac-
3: answering emails
1: oh no i don't mean <laughs> Not really you gonna no, answer the an email. emails no not really <laughs> on not really no no i might read them but i ain't gonna respond <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> but, no,
1: in... <laughs> but no in general as far as just personal duties of getting something done where i don't feel like i'm always working personal stuff is always done by thursday for sure for sure uh but i always feel like i'm on vacation every week Um, and how people feel like they have, you know, oh, I got a nine to five and I got this. I don't feel like that. I corporate, I've never felt like I had a nine to five. If you feel like you have a nine to five, maybe you should quit and go get another job. But I work, you know, at I mean, I'm just saying I work for a corporate company. I don't feel the weight of that nine to five concept. Okay. I really enjoy my corporate job. Um, if they said, Mackenzie, you have to work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 5 I might quit, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can work corporate jobs that allows you flexibility where that's not a burden for mm-hmm. you. And I have that mm-hmm. flexibility within my job. so It's I amazing. It. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I enjoy it. I feel like I'm on vacation all the time. When it's time for me to take vacation, um, I really do that but um I'm always I'm always having fun it is what it
3: is that's
0: good so so do you with your like like your your balance do you just kind of do you have like a certain number of meetings each week um what 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 allows you to be able you just wake up and you're like oh I'm gonna start work around 10 today right or you might not finish until nine how does that affect like, I guess your people that you work with, people below you, people above you, how does that affect that communication?
1: I over communicate at work. So communication on um, meetings and all that other stuff, like work getting done, A1, 1000%, I to be honest, let me tell y'all, Amazon, the amazon culture means emergency now immediately i don't care what it is i need it done so automatically i have the work uh rhythm rhythm to actually get stuff done immediately right when i have too much time available meaning um there i don't know what's going on around like you know why? what's going on like we should be on the go i'm actually Probably not doing too much in reference to my own personal work. I work very well by being busy. Mm. Myself super busy. Um, I over communicate to make sure everyone is good. Um, My work environments have always been great with working with people where people enjoy working with me. Or their team partner, like, we're going to have some fun because I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to help you if you need help. And we go, we go get what we need to get done, but schedule wise, always good. As long as you get the work done, you, you're
3: fine. So you have to have a level of organization to get the work done. I feel like since you don't have, like you have to micromanage yourself, basically.
1: You do, but it's not. I'm super organized. Like everybody working me, be like, "Uh, ask her. If she know where it's at." I'm super organized. Don't don't get that mistaken. But when it comes to my personal work, do it.
0: So when so, you say personal work, are you referring to if,
1: like? I'm talking about if that somebody else hmm. is waiting on me to get done. It takes me two seconds to do it. Like. I life y'all anybody who feel like their job is complicated like maybe maybe we gotta find another job for you y'all i'll help you it'd be complicated like, out here life Riley? but, O'Reilly. but <laughs> most times look exactly life Riley. most times people who um have a hard time at work it's not about the job it's about the people mm-hmm. and the pressure of people mm-hmm. so it's really mm-hmm. not the job so anybody going into the workforce you know not about your job. We know you going to know how to do your job. That's not the hard part. The hard part is being able to communicate and get anything done.
3: Okay,
0: hey, that's a good, that's a good take on it.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. it takes um, two to do your own job.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Um, so, do you
3: have like self care days or self care rituals or routines? <laughs>
0: is out fluid fluid and dynamic like life Cousin, of riley,
1: riley man <laughs> and look here every day based off how i feel <laughs> so is it a routine nice. how somebody might be like oh i get up i eat breakfast i do this i meditate mm, mm, mm. no i'm not doing all that but uh based off my day and what i want to do yeah i'm pretty laid back that might mean that might do my hair, might do my nails. But I'm gonna be completely honest. Stuff that is self care is not relaxing to me. That self care and maintaining yourself is personal work. Like, like that's personal. But homework. and it's
3: and it's your self care though. It's your idea of self care. Your right. your self care could be something else.
1: Right. My personal self care just me sitting down, taking a deep. Yeah. Like I mean, like, I'm gonna yeah. eat a snack. I'ma chill. Like. <laughs> Yeah. i might watch
3: a i'm gonna TV. eat a
0: snack i'm gonna chill
3: i'm gonna eat a snack no <laughs> like, i like that no i like that because a lot of people think self-care has to be like meditation or right. face mask or like you said going to the nail shop but it's it's whatever you whatever you have to, yeah, do yes. to feel right no people yeah. they act like it has to be this big thing so no i like that yeah self self-care
1: in reference to maintaining yourself is homework um that's not self-care for me for me it's really just vacation chilling trying a new activity. If I'm at home, like I said, eating a snack, watching TV, like (laughs) taking it easy. So how do you, okay.
0: Do you consider, do you consider, um, your art a form of self-care for you? No. Or is that kind of work? That's, that's okay.
1: Art is work. Um, to be honest, like I I love the concept of art. Like, I don't post anything as far as like painting recently I haven't painted in years lately I've been playing on Photoshop and I have a I'm a gadget girl I have so many gadgets it's ridiculous so my latest um toy is my drone so now I'm playing with a drone uh, but I have all these... out there crashing
0: things. into folks' houses?
1: <laughs> i would be like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yeah, but, but I got a ton of gadgets, and lately I've been playing with, um, my artistic side has been playing with Photoshop. I was doing some illustrations last year, playing with that. I just enjoy playing with it, but it's not really a relaxing situation. I'm really i'm always thinking so it's really homework i'm thinking Mm. about solving something similar to the concept of me saying oh i want to find the hardest thing to do i like to learn things i don't know so if somebody over here editing a picture all the time and i'm like dang that's dope let me figure out if i can do that too i'm only here i'm just learning stuff to figure out you know can i do it too that's it i love (laughs) this. i
0: love this you like the the most the most thinking thinkingness that's not a word thinking this calm person I know like because you said you thinking all the time but at the same time you just be like all right I'm chill I'm I'm gonna get my hotel you like know, when I'm right outside the door you know
3: <laughs> no I <laughs> love this because but she's still organized at the same time because a lot of times right people exactly who, who they're they're constantly thinking they have so much anxiety that yeah. it makes you not want to have to think all the time. But the fact that she's found a way to, I can think all the time, even, even because she's like, I mean, I play with this stuff. I do this stuff, but it's not relaxing. I'm still thinking this is homework, right? Homework. But she's not like anxiety. Like I got to do this. And I have, you know, I, I love this. This is great. Thanks.
0: I'm about to, about to yeah. take a page out your book. McKenzie.
4: Hey,
3: answer. Check the email.
0: So emails, emails give me anxiety, whether it's work or personal. Like right now, I, because I got like 200 unread emails in my in my personal email, and it's like, like some of it is just like like emails from you know stuff that you're subscribed to. Some of it's stuff you need to I need to unsubscribe to. Some of it's like stuff I need to look at, but just the fact that it's 200 of them, because I like to sort all my emails out. Like if it comes from this place, it got to go in this folder. If it come from this other place, it got to go to this folder. If it's like something nah. I bought online, it's a receipt, it got to go in the online payments folder. Huh,
3: but not for me. I
0: mean, because otherwise, I just feel like get you get lost. I'm, i might be look. too organized
3: Dang. you know that search button at the top of your email you can search right. it
0: this is true right, right. right. bro but it don't
1: james <laughs> well you got all the folders and you got rules attached to them that's how you start missing stuff because now you got to check all these folders that's just too much work
4: yeah You're right
0: hey look i also archive all my emails um I archive all my emails like every year, so like everything wow. from like before. James, it's in an archive folder <laughs> because I don't because I like I like to see that my inbox is somewhat empty. But like right now at work, I feel like I failed because I can't even get to the bottom of like it, and I just I don't know. I be maybe I maybe I try to be too organized. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. maybe, maybe I just need to.
3: Right now, I I didn't know someone archive emails at the end of the year. This is amazing. So.
0: I'm also one of those people. I feel like I, if I'm, well, I'm not technically paying for my Yahoo email, <laughs> but I feel like if the function is there, I need to know how to use it. Oh, what wow. I'm saying
1: is, I got a ton of emails in my, a ton of emails in my personal. I got a ton of texts because guess what? My text notifications are off on my phone as well. I don't check texts, and you got to call my <laughs> phone if you want me. But um, all my. I be on it, but I don't be on it. That means that I see what pop up. I'm not scrolling to see nothing else because I don't really care. I don't want to see what you had on yesterday. I don't care about your purse you got on. I don't care about where you went yesterday either. So (laughs) all the social media (laughs) concept, I don't look at. I look at stuff for education. So I'm swiping on Twitter all the time. I might post something that's funny because I do like to post stupid stuff, y'all. So Facebook, Twitter, I post stupid stuff and I be rolling if it come across me. But for Twitter, I save tabs of educational stuff all the time so I can go find it later.
3: (laughs) I do the same thing for Instagram since now you can save stuff. So I got like tips and tricks or like hair ideas, but. Yeah, I had to, but you have to really. Uh, what's the word? Where you have to kind of make it this educational platform. Yeah. Because like. Because uh, right. a lot. Yeah, yeah that's it. Because you can, you can do all kind of stuff, but I had to like say like this, like this, do this, show this, so that yeah. now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good tip. You got to yeah. really do that though. You got to. I love it. So, so
0: Mackenzie, um, as as we as we move into to kind of kind of wrapping up. Um, what are three tips um, that you can give to individuals looking to switch uh, career paths or pivot to a different position
1: one do your research on what you want obviously don't research too long because you got to make a decision Uh, two network and three just do it
2: Mm. bit Short and I'm simple. Solid. Hey,
0: I it. always hear people say, uh, "You study long, you study wrong." Like in chess, or or um, mm-hmm. playing dominoes, or something.
1: Yeah, make mm-hmm. it quick. Yeah. Do your research. Determine mm-hmm. what you want. Go ahead, make the move.
0: hmm Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess so. In terms of personal growth, what what all do you what all do you indulge in? Therapy, podcasts, books. <laughs> right, I'm Jones.
3: Like, Ga- gadgets.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm but you, like, you did you dis say educational stuff like on social media is all educational stuff though, correct?
3: Yeah, but
1: educational is not... That's the world. That's anything. When I say educational, okay. I'm not talking about like subjects in school. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. in general. Some might be... It could be about finances. It could be about you know, gadgets, it could be about locations. I do a lot of um world tours online, even though I do travel a lot, but I do world tours online and I determine, eh, I learned enough, I don't want to go there. But that's amazing. Like I, I do all kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I have nothing in particular that I do on a regular, to be honest.
2: <laughs> I love that. It's kinda like you're you're interested in everything and you pick out the different things that you know that that you're interested in at the time and you like learn from yeah. it right there.
3: Yeah. yeah. You've mastered right, how to changes. be present. Right. Yeah. Like you've mastered Definitely. how to be present. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very fluid. Yeah. Yep. yep. I am not that person at all.
0: Yeah, I'm probably I'm and I'm probably you know, like three times worse day. than Shar. So <laughs> <I like> <laughs> <water>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like fluid what i'm order structure no what am i doing next <laughs> yeah. too much pressure
1: yeah
3: i'll be like what mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. that, that flex that, that's you. so much being so loose like that almost gives me anxiety because it's just mm-mm.
0: yeah same here but i am i'm looking to find that balance between between like not you know not sorting everything in folders but also not like you know flying to mars the next day
3: this is my balance yeah. this is me with the balance it's okay, <laughs>
1: it's, it's, okay. okay. <laughs> it's gonna still stay folded while you you know sort it while you flying
3: to mars be all i'm all right. not yeah Get i'm back. not that bad with They're the sorted. emails
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's real well uh, Mackenzie we really appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing your knowledge with I us mean. talking with us about uh, a plethora of, of different things and I know that there's definitely someone out there that can um, that can appreciate everything that you said I appreciate it myself um, so thank you for thank you for talking with us today um, where can um, where can the viewers where can we find you on social media um, you know you can go on ahead and drop your instagram twitter facebook names and all that different stuff
1: yeah so the funny thing is well first it's been a pleasure to be here with you guys so thank you for having me um now i have to actually go look at my phone for handles because i don't ever remember my handle
3: but (laughs) oh that's real
1: it looks like on twitter it's k-a-y-z-e-e M-O-S-S, so that's K-Z Moss, and then for Instagram, we have K-A-Y-Z-E-E-J-E-A-N for K-Z Gene. and if you're looking for me on LinkedIn, it's Mackenzie Moss with no C, so M-A-K-E-N-Z-I-E, last name Moss, M-O-S-S, so feel free to reach out to me, guys, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I'm following you now hey i follow back
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's go Uh, go ahead and go ahead and and kick it off with ours uh well you can find find full steam ahead podcast at uh full underscore steam underscore ahead on instagram uh you can find me at king underscore santiago 25 on instagram twitter um yeah, and then you can also find my business page, Jaylinz Entertainment at J L I N Z underscore E N T. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw it off to to whoever wants to go next.
2: Hey, I got it. It's uh, it's Matt McKenzie. Appreciate you uh taking the time to be on the show. You know, we loved it. Sorry, my connection was a little bad. So, but they took y'all did great. So, um, you can find me on Instagram. Get digging with it. Uh, like get jiggy with it, but with the D, um, and you can find my art page on Instagram, Urban Diggs Art. That's it. Thank you.
3: I'll go. Um, I'm really just on Instagram, Doctor Char H. Um, I don't. I got off Twitter a while ago, and my Facebook is I never check it. So Doctor Shar H.
4: Y'all know I don't have any social media But I do have <laughs> LinkedIn So I'll find you on there <laughs> Sounds good
0: <laughs> Nice nice Well this thank was you awesome again though.
4: I really enjoyed this And yes, I know the listeners yeah. are going to get a lot out of this too This is I'm blown away You have a great story Wow thank you so much
2: Yeah looking forward to that book Mackenzie
1: <laughs> Check right. your email I know, Check right. your email <laughs>
2: right
0: you know we appreciate it but um you know thank you to everyone that's taking the time to watch this as well um be sure to continue tuning in with uh with full steam ahead um to hear more great interviews like this one and also you know learn about art i uh, will i don't want to say learn about art. we're not teaching the class but learning about um you know what people do outside of their work as it pertains to art um uh, music um all all different types of things so um Thank you for joining, and we'll see you all next time.
4: Peace. Peace. Peace.
0: All right. All right.